You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. Uh, we say we do the Wednesday podcast. I just came in from the other studio, and I was actually not arguing, but I was having a conversation with Evan about why the Mets uh, should pitch Noah Syndergaard today. And my feeling was you pitch him today because then you get him Sunday against the Nationals, to which Evan said that doesn't make any sense. It'd be short rest. And I said, no, it wouldn't. Today's Tuesday, and on Sunday that would be four days rest. It'd be perfect. To which he looked at me and said, you're right, except today's Wednesday. Yeah, it is Wednesday, Jerry. So I'd be wrong about that then. You have uh, sometimes during the week, it's uh, you get confused as to what days it is. Very confused. Very confusing. You have no idea. So I see you brought in the uh, box of milk bones. Oh, yeah. Because uh, previously on these podcasts, I said that I've often thought of eating a milk bone, that they actually look delicious because they're crunchy. They're like a cookie. Yes, they look like a cookie. So you said, I'm going to bring one in and have you eat one. And I said, I would. Right, because they clean teeth and they freshen your breath. Exactly. So yesterday, for some reason, I decided I should probably Google whether a human can eat a milk bone. To which I did. I Googled it. Of course it can, right? Well, initially the things that came up was like, do not eat milk bones or any dog food whatsoever as the meat that they use is not up to the standards that the Food and Drug Administration allows for humans. Okay. So I continued Googling a little more, and I thought, well, let me go to the Milk Bone website that had a uh, frequently asked questions a section, of which one of the frequently asked questions was not, can a person eat a milk bone? I thought it would be. <laughs> Why? That seems frequently asked, no, I think. No, it doesn't. Now, I would think frequently asked would be, can people eat cat food? Because mm-hmm. you always hear about people that are struggling financially. That was always, a, I don't know if it's a myth, oh, eating if it's cat true. Food. Wow. I have heard that growing up. All right. I don't know if that's true or not. So then uh, I did a little more Googling, to which I read that, in fact, the FDA does control dog food in this country, and that uh, they, do, they do have to come out of clean factories and all that sort of thing. Right. To which I then found poison control. And there's a poison control, you know, you could call hotline Oh my gosh, my uh, uh, 10-month-old baby just ate 12 aspirin. What do I do? That sort of thing. Oh my God. The guy down the hall just shoved an eel up his ass. Right. What can we do? What do we do? So there was a phone number for poison control, which I thought, I'm going to call this woman and tell her I'm considering eating a milk bone. No, you didn't. But instead of that, 
there was an online thing where you could ask questions. And it was like... Uh, I'm getting my answer to what the hell does Al Dukes do all day? Yes, this is what I did most of yesterday afternoon. To which I put in my age, uh, male. Um, I put in uh, ate a dog biscuit is what was uh, one of the options I could choose. Right. Uh, what I weigh, um, all that sort of thing. And it said, no need to be concerned uh, about eating a dog bone. There's nothing in there that could cause you harm. You might feel not great after you eat one just because it doesn't agree with your body, but there's nothing poisonous about it. Well, I'll it. tell you this. All okay? right, Jerry. Because we around here, aside from when I'm shoving four M&Ms in my, in my mouth, try to eat relatively well for the most part. You yes. eat the best of all of us. I will tell you when you look at an ingredient chart, the first ingredient is what is the most. Right. Right? We, we're, we agree with that? Yes. The first ingredient of the milk bone, which is why you're going to be fine, is yeast. Yeast. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. Uh, it's wheat flour. Okay. So that's the first ingredient. The second ingredient, which would be next, is wheat bran. Also fine. Sounds like my breakfast so far. The third one would be, this is kind of a problem, meat meal. Right. Meat meal. That doesn't sound so good. That does not sound and great. And bone meal. Right. Ugh, that's kind of rough. Meat then you meal get to milk. bone meal. Okay, that's all right, fine. That's all right. Then you get to wheat germ. Mm-hmm. Also fine, I think. Then you get to preserved beef fat. Right. See, these were some of the problems. That that would not be good. But then you got dried yeast and malted Mm -hmm. barley flour and sodium. These are all, there is chlorine in this. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, choline, not chlorine. Choline. But here's the good news for you, Can't be feeding chlorine to dogs, Jerry. You are going to get 4,500 kilograms of vitamin A. Okay. You're going to get some vitamin D, 450 kilograms. Right. You're going to get vitamin E. Mm -hmm. You're going to get vitamin B12. I mean, quite frankly, I think you should be eating these every day. Yeah, the reason why I thought it should be on the Milk Bone website as a frequently asked question is, I do think when you're giving your dog Milk Bones, there is some idea of, hmm, these are crunchy, they're like a cookie, They smell not bad. Maybe I should try one. My only concern was, after reading everything, was that um, they're they're hard on the teeth, and I don't want to break my teeth, so i got to be careful with how I bite this. I can't imagine going to my dentist and going, oh, yeah, I I broke a tooth on a milk bone. Did you dentist your brother-in-law? He is my (laughs) brother-in-law. It still would require require an explanation, Jerry. He's your brother-in-law. He is. It's okay. He would understand. He would. He knows you at this point. He knows your quirks better than anyone, I would think. Uh, Maybe, perhaps. Perhaps not. Not better than anyone. I mean, I'm going to touch my this own dog smells biscuit. good? Uh, I, I do recall. I haven't had a dog in a while. Or, or a dog bone. Or a dog bone. Okay. But I'll have one, Jerry. I know you will. We will video it and we will put it out there. We'll video it now. I'll enjoy one right now while we're talking about it. If you would like to... Just bring me the box. All then right. you can come in front of me and uh, take a take a video. I hope this is good video, Jerry, not like some fugazi... Are you periscoping this or are you just going to video it and then post it? All right. I would come right in, right in the front here, Jerry. If I may direct, direct this. And by the way, if you have uh, milk bones at home... Oh, you bought these. All right. Let me smell it, Jerry. Doesn't smell bad. Let me see how it's going to feel on my teeth. It's really not terrible.
You almost like it. It's not bad. So why don't we create Al's Boring Bones? Well, that sounds weird. <laughs> Al's Boring Bones, Jerry? I just realized you don't have a microphone, and all I'm doing is eating a milk bone. That's okay. People can hear me in the background. It's not unlike uh, a biscotti that you would dip into a coffee. I mean, it's not terrible. So I got you a cup of coffee. Uh-huh. You could conceivably have a couple of milk bones. I, I would eat, if you told me these were a healthy alternative to chips, say. Well, they are. Right. Based on what they taste like and the crunch, it's satisfying. As long as there's no mayonnaise by it. I would eat this over a ham sandwich, 1,000%. Next up, can I get a turkey on rye yeah. and milk bones? So not terrible, Jerry. This, I think, backfired on you. It didn't backfire on me. You're the one eating it, not me. It would it be weird if I asked to take this box home to enjoy <laughs> as a snack? Al, the box is yours. I enjoyed it, Jerry. Thank you. Well, because I, I don't want to break my... I don't want to. I don't want to break my teeth. This is good for. Do- I probably don't even have to brush later, Jerry. Why is your ass wagging? <laughs> <laughs> Why do I have a um, purple rocket coming out of my shorts? <laughs> All right, I'm gonna stop this now. All right, Jerry. I'm, I'm impressed. Good job. All right, that's a milk bone. Really, not terrible. See, this would have backfired on you on the radio. I, it would have, but it, it would have been then on TV, which would have been kind of cool. So, uh, hey, listen, you want to eat milk bones, you do what you's got to do. I'm actually, I'm impressed that you went through with it because I really thought that that was something for all the quirks that you have. Right. And I'm being serious when I say if Al got himself boar's head turkey on a whole wheat bread or whatever type of bread he likes, his bread of choice. Yes. Nothing else. It's plain, it's bland, but the very tip of the bread Touched mayonnaise. Right. That sandwich is garbage. Out. And yet you just ate a milk bone. I did eat a milk bone. Uh, one for small dogs, but uh, I did eat a milk bone. Well, I wasn't going to go buy the large milk bones. Okay, oh, so I don't that's know. your video. I'm not exactly sure how I did it. All right, Jerry. There, but yes. So okay. I will put this out there and let people watch because you've, you've impressed today, quite Thank frankly. Thank you very much. Hmm. I want to uh, relate a story since I was worried about my teeth there with the um, milk bone. How about this? A dentist in Anchorage, Alaska is uh, being investigated because he pulled the tooth of one of his patients while uh, she was under anesthesia or the dental anesthesia. She was knocked out as he was going to pull her teeth. But this dentist pulled her teeth while he was riding a hoverboard. Excuse me. And he videotaped it and shared it with his friends that thought would be interested in it. Wow. And he labeled his video, quote, new standard of care. So he was on a hoverboard pulling this woman's teeth. So he's under investigation. Jerry, would you go back to this dentist? I think I'd probably pass. A dentist, you know who should be on hoverboards? Children, teenagers. Sure. Not dentists. Not dentists. No, definitely not dentists. No. Clear Creek Dental's Dr. Seth Lookhart. He considers himself Alaska's most extreme dentist. Yeah, I would say that's pretty extreme. Yes. Yep. My son had a a tooth that was coming out the other day. Right. And, you know, it was frustrating him that it was way, it just, it was still sitting there. And I said, I'm like, do you want to like tie it to a door or something and just shut the door? And you slam the door. And he looked at me, Al, like, 
I was the person eating the milk bones, and I needed a shrink. And he's like, no, who does that? I'm like, uh, well, That's what we used to do. I said, that's nothing that's that unusual. He goes, I'll wait. Or they would say, like, uh, tie the string to your tooth, your loose tooth, and then tie the other part to the bumper of your car. That seems like that's ridiculous. When cars had bumpers. Right. And then whoosh, Because, uh, like, if the tooth really holds, I mean, you're getting pulled. Did you ever do, do you recall uh, doing that to get your teeth out of your head? No, I do not. I, I don't I don't ever remember having a problem with a tooth coming out. When it got loose, it came out. I would just play with it with my tongue back and forth and yeah. until it fell out of my head. And ultimately, it goes. Right. So, no, I've never had that issue. But and that then, was weird because it literally all day it was sitting. You could see it was just kind of hanging on. And then I would say five minutes after I explained to him the whole rope, uh, not rope, but the string thing in the door, it, it was out. Yeah. So it was all good. My uh, father used to uh, want to do that. Really? Yes. Yeah, slam, the, uh, you know, tie your, tie your string to your tooth, your tooth to the closet door handle, and slam the closet door shut. How about that? A little abrupt. A little abrupt. Yeah. I would say so. Did you ever have your wisdom teeth pulled out of your head? Which ones are those? Those are the ones like where it's like legit surgery. No. In an office or in a surgery center. I knock on wood. Where they pulled, they're, the, they're your back four teeth, Jerry, so... No. Back to top, back to bottom, wisdom teeth. No, never. You have perfect teeth. Are you one of those people who has no fillings? I have no fillings. You don't? I do not. You didn't have your wisdom teeth pulled. You have no fillings. Correct. And badly, I haven't been to the dentist in about five years. Well, maybe that's why you have no fillings. I I have no problems, though. Like I have no issues. Yeah, but when I go to the dentist and I have a cavity, I don't know I have a cavity. It's, That's it's fair. It's just beginning. That's all good. Um, but my wife went to the doctor, the doctor, the dentist, about a month ago, and even said, he goes, man, your husband's got some set of teeth. I haven't seen him in years. And I said, you know what? We're all right. i got to make an appointment. And the last time I went, I hadn't seen him in two or three years. And he was looking at me like, what do you do to these things? Really? These look fine. He's impressed by your a, dental care. Yeah, it was a cleaning, and I was out the door. Are you, a, are you a daily flosser? Uh, daily, I would not lie. No, really, not daily, no, not daily. I do not remember to do it daily. It's done frequently. Right, it is not done daily. Only when you like eat an apple, or chicken wings, when or I think of it, ribs. Jerry, we're back from our very short break where I stop recording. You run and do a uh, Joe and Evan update. Yes, a ten ten wins update. Then you come back and we. I just edit it to make it seem like we didn't take a really break. Really, a lot going on right here. I just want to let you know it's been a little while now since I ate the dog bone, the the milk bone, and I've uh, shown no ill effects. The only thing is, for the last twenty minutes, I've been licking myself. Other than that, it's been fine. I don't feel <laughs> ill at all. Check back in an hour. Oh, an hour. Yes. Jerry, no more dog biscuits for me, though. Why? I thought you like them. No, no. I'm going real quality food here, and I want these delivered to my home. I'm going Blue Apron. I've heard of Blue Apron, the number one fresh ingredient recipe delivery service in, you ready for this? Not New York, not New Jersey, the country. In the country. The country. And since we are the best country in the world, I'm going to go ahead and say in the world. Because there's no way they have a better service. So here's what Blue Apron does. Uh, You go on the website initially, and you punch in uh, different things you like. You're more of a chicken guy. You like things spicy. You're a vegetable person. You love potatoes. And then what they do is they come up with some custom meals for you. Then those meals are shipped right to your front porch. You go to your front porch. You bring in your package. You open it up. And there are all of your ingredients 
for all of your meals. And you know what I like about this, too? Remember what Craig was doing on the show this morning about when he went to some hole-in-the-wall place and yes. was getting salmon and tuna and, you know, where it came from? Well, Blue Apron has established partnerships with over 150, 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranchers. So that means that the seafood sourced sustainably under standards developed in partnership with the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch. That means if Craig would just go to Blue Apron, he wouldn't have to worry about where that stuff's coming from. He knows where it's coming yes. from. Uh, so here's the deal. They give you the ingredients and they give you the recipe. And the best part is there's no measuring of ingredients. If it calls for a quarter tea tablespoon, they give you only a quarter tablespoon. I agree. It's awesome. It's idiot proof, Jerry. And if you're a guy like me, I'm a single guy. It works for me. You're a man with a large family. It no. works for you as well. I have two kids. Two kids, right. That seems large to me. I'm by myself. That's true. So it works great. Check it out. Go. Where are we sending these folks, Jerry? Blueapron.com slash postgame. And you're going to get your first three meals free with free shipping. Blueapron.com slash postgame. You're going to love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. Blueapron.com slash postgame. Post game. I have a question for you yes, real quick sir, before Jerry. you go on. So Kenny Danico, who you saw the other night at the hockey game. A uh, former devil. Yes. A great devil. His numbers great in the devil. rafters. Good dude. Really good on the on the broadcast, too, on the on TV. So he just put out a few minutes ago a picture that he went to a workout. And he's in the picture. And it's him and 10 other women. And he writes, you know, yep, only guy in the workout with the little smiley face. And a couple of them quite attractive, too, right? If you showed up to a workout on a Saturday morning and you're walking in and all you see are women on the mat. Yes. Are you still walking through the door and jumping on the mat? Or are you like, you know what? Let me just see if another guy shows up. Good question. I think I would go through with it. You would. Yeah. Now let me ask you this. Cause I, this is a serious question. I'm not even joking. Serious questions only from here on out. What if you were going into a yoga class? Yes. And there were nothing but women there. Okay. And they're all in those tight pants. Right. Could you do the exercise when you are then behind them in like the third row? I could, because here's why. You would you and, I, and I'm going on the picture I'm looking at. They're all in shape. They're mm-hmm. attractive. Go. The problem is uh, yoga and the yoga pants and the women. They'd be. I don't really like sweaty women. So women in these yoga classes get very sweaty. But not for, I mean, it takes a while. It takes a while. But then I also think that people in yoga classes are always holding in farts. So these are the things that would throw me off, Jerry. That I wouldn't even fully enjoy it. Because I'd be thinking like, these girls are farting. These girls are sweating. You've been to strip clubs before. I have, yeah. Okay. You haven't thought that those girls could be holding it in? I haven't, no. Why? I don't know. I don't know why I never thought that. a little story that. quickly. When Maybe I, used I wasn't deliver, as much as a crazy person back then. When I used to deliver pizzas, way back when, when I was 19 or 20 years old, as part of just trying to make some extra money when I was in college, I delivered for a pizza place, and one of our clients was a strip club. And I would have to go over, at, usually on Thursdays, they would order the pizza, and they were getting mini bar pies. The girls ordered them. And I remember walking them in and saying to the bartender, I'm like, who are these for? He's like, oh, the girls. I'm like, the dancers? He goes, oh, yeah. I'm like, but doesn't that, Al, these weren't, you know, pies with sauce and no cheese. This was full-on pepperoni, sausage. What the hell do you think they're holding in all day? Mm, Good point. (laughs) I don't like to think about that. And you're worried about the yoga girl? Yes. 
I don't like to think about that, Jerry. I always just think, I always hear though in yoga, people are always holding in farts. Why? So I don't want to be any part but of that. But when you say always hearing that, from who? <laughs> I hear things, Jerry. <laughs> from who? From people. Who are these people? I'm hearing. <laughs> That's All a right, great question. Ahead. I'm not sure. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, Nordstrom. I have two jeans stories to finish up with today, Jerry. Nordstrom's is selling a pair of $425 jeans, okay? okay. They do sell bougie jeans there at Nordstrom's. Right. These jeans are regular blue jeans that are smeared with fake mud to make it look like you are out working all day. It seems odd. That does seem odd. Yeah. Four twenty-five. I'll pass. I wonder if Craig will show up in those one day. <laughs> he might have already. <laughs> you know, people always like when I take a photo of Craig with a guest, and it yeah. happened today. I photographed Craig, and people are like, oh, is Craig wearing true religion jeans? As if they're to be mocked. You know, like that's a brand that I guess was happening at one point. And it's not anymore? I guess it's not, but... Who cares? Well, who would know? If, if in fact, they're not happening, and I've heard that, that true religion jeans are not cool anymore, and no one, quote, no one wears them anymore. Okay. Then how come they still have stores all over the place, and the jeans are still $300? And who's buying them? Somebody's buying them. Craig's buying them for sure. I don't know. I remember when my dad, yes, my dad used to run members only. We've been through that before. Yes. At one point, they took over FUBU. Remember that brand? Yeah. And FUBU was as hot as anything for about a two-year run. And I remember for year three or four, however long it was, when it crashed, I remember that warehouse had so much FUBU gear. My dad's saying, Take a look, see if there's anything you want, because we can't sell it. Right. Like, how does that happen? I don't know what happened with that, because that's the guy from Shark Tank created that. Uh, okay. Damon John, the I guy we okay. had in here. Oh, that's right. I remember that. That's yeah, right. I don't know, but you're right. I don't know what happened with that. It's always interesting when, when clothing goes that way. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like, bum equipment used to be sure. very popular. What about Reebok? What happened to Reebok? Reebok, Reebok was huge. Yes. Is that going to happen to Under Armour now? Nike has sustained itself. You know, Converse, bleh, nah. I don't know. It's very odd. Adidas has been okay. Right. But some of these just, just come How about and stuff go. like Champion? Well, how about N1? Remember N1. when that became really big for a right. while? I don't know. It is weird. Yeah, I don't know what the life cycle is for some of these clothing lines. I'm going to have to. I'm going to Google FUBU just because I'm curious about that story. Because that guy, being on Shark Tank, is always dishing out advice. What was his story there? I don't know. Did somebody else run it? Crazy. And then here's a final story for you, Jerry. A company called Topshop. They make jeans now. They're a British fashion retailer. They have clear jeans. They are clear. What? They look like pants that are clear. And they, like, show your penis? No, well, you're required to wear underwear, but I guess you're then... Who requires you? Well, I guess you, well, you can't really walk out in public showing um, your penis. You got clothes on? I guess. These are clear clothing. And uh, the girls, I only have pictures of women in these jeans. They're wearing, like, their underwear. The coochie's just going to be exposed. The coochie? Is no, that well, the, I'm trying to keep it clean out. Is the coochie the front or the back? Uh, either one. Whatever you want. Just that area. Be. The area. Okay. Yeah. No, both of the, both of the photos I'm seeing uh, in ads for this, the Better girls shave. have underwear on. Clear you, were, you were looking for photos where they weren't, weren't you? Would you be more willing to wear clear jeans with underwear or jeans with fake mud on it? 
jeans with fake mud. Me too. I mean, please. Would I you pay four twenty five for those? No chance. You would not. Not a chance. All right. The warm up show is next. We talked about trying to think. What did we talk about? Oh, being a waiter and getting tips. No, we didn't. Did we? Yeah, we did, Jerry. Oh. So it's the Boomer and Carton warm up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, good morning. Wednesday morning. We're brought to you by your Tri-State BMW Centers. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. No baseball last night. I was disappointed. Yeah, I, I like to settle in and watch the Mets as I doze off to sleep every evening. I was even looking forward to the Yankees because it was the Red Sox. And then when I heard when I was leaving here that the weather was worse in Boston than here, very disappointed. I also don't like that uh, last night uh, that the Mets were facing Tehran. <laughs> right, from the Braves, who they can't beat. Right. And they were going to throw Gazelman at them, yes. so loss. We'll take it, and we'll start fresh the no, next day. No, 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 but no. because of the rain delay, such a defeatist. they bumped up Noah Syndergaard. <laughs> now he has to face Teheran, who will probably lose. So How now it's another Teheran. Mm. So that's going to waste another Noah no, Syndergaard stop, stop, stop start. Stop Bad job. Your best beats their best. All right, we'll do the no, baseball no, in a minute. No. Did you see the, any of the NBA last night? I didn't see any of the NBA games, but I did see that Greg Popovich left an enormous tip at a restaurant in Memphis. He went there with some uh, folks when he was in town. They were playing the uh, Grizzlies, Jerry. Yes, apparently he goes there a lot. Yeah, he goes there a lot. He's a regular. So his bill came to like 800 something dollars. And he left the, the waiter a $5,000 tip. Good for him. That's a, I know that guy makes a lot of money. That's still $5,000. Yeah. Do you think the waiter gave him a sob story to where no, he felt he like probably, this guy needs 5G? I don't know. I think he just did a nice thing. Maybe the service was extra good. Extra good extra service. Extra good service. I mean, think about he probably makes Now, I don't know the answer to this. I'm going to guess Greg Popovich, who's been in San Antonio forever, probably, if he's not the highest paid NBA coach, he's got to be up there. Wouldn't you agree with that? Would you say he's a millionaire, Jerry? So let's say... Let's say he makes $10 million a year. Is that okay. fair? That's fair. How I much, know. I guess that's Eddie, fair. Eddie, how much yeah. is that per week? $200,000? Sure. Yeah. He can afford the $5,000 tip. Yeah. Stop. But I still think he got a sob story. Then he's like, I guess I got to leave this guy. I'm here all the time. I guess. Maybe this is the same guy that takes care of him every time he's in, and the guy is really good at his job. Blah, blah, blah. Like a sick dog or something the guy had. So you give him $5,000 for I, a sick dog? Something. But it got me thinking, you know, waiters, who for the most part, we tip our waiters and waitresses like 20%, let's say. Sometimes. I don't always. You don't always. Nope. Do you start at 20% and if they do something bad, you knock them down? Correct. And then Everybody if they do starts something at 20%. Bad, okay, that's fair. Yes. So let's say everything's good, 20%. You're, you're tipping 20% on the bill. So why not work at a restaurant that has expensive food? I'm sure those jobs aren't easy to get. Then you get 20%. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing. If you're going to be a realtor, why not just go be a realtor in the most expensive areas? Exactly. And get your 2.5%. Yes. Splitting the 5% with the other realtor. Like, could I go get a job being a waiter at, like, uh, Nobu in New York City, expensive sushi place? You? Yes. No. I'd get 20% You customer tip. service? Hold on. You want to deal with people and actually get paid on your relations with the customer? Yes. Yeah, you'd be fired quickly. Well, all I need is Greg Popovich. What do you mean it's not hot enough, dummy? You don't like that? All right, go somewhere else. Hey, you be going somewhere else. Now this does kind of sting for Greg, Greg Popovich because no matter where he goes to dinner, 
Yeah. The guy in sin here who gave $5,000. That's tip. called, Al, that's called expectations. He's got to live with the expectations now. Yes. That's the way it goes. What's the biggest tip percentage-wise you've ever given? I, I once, uh, when I was a high school kid, me and my buddies went to the Pizza Hut, and we thought the waitress was uh, hot, and we gave her double the double the money that was uh, right, as an on adult, the bill. Al, as an that? adult <laughs> that doesn't count you were trying to score a phone number as an adult i i you uh, go, now make this very clear you go out for lunch on saturday dinner on saturday lunch on sunday dinner on sunday or i'm sorry dinner friday right right so you go out for two dinners every weekend two lunches every weekend correct surely you've given somebody a thousand dollar tip along the way i give 20 percent, and then i round up or down based on how the service was. Exactly. Unless the guy knows me from the Boomer and Carton show to where I might give 25% tip. <laughs> Just because you want your reputation better. Right. I want to walk out of here and go, I want the staff to go, that guy's a high roller. By the way, Eddie, you noticed he did not argue when I said you go out to dinner on Friday and Saturday, lunch on Saturday and Sunday, meaning Mr. Boring over here goes out more than anybody else in this room. Well, it's the small wow. places. Wow. Show enough. That's <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Show enough. Uh, I know we didn't watch the basketball last night, or you didn't watch any of the basketball. That's fine. So TNT had some of the games. And I only bring this to you because Craig loves the auto-tuner. So here was Shaq on TNT when they were breaking down, I think it was Russell Westbrook's game, uh, during, I think it was halftime on TNT. He's going to say, you know what, I got a score. And you know what else, Ernie? What? Can't nobody slow him down. Can't nobody slow him down. Are you oh, like, no. You got auto-tune on your voice. Russell Westbrook. Yeah, so that's Shaq. On my voice. And he was having a blast with it. He's smiling. He's laughing. It's all good. I guess he was the one that had control of the button. So then Charles Barkley started talking. And listen to Barkley because clearly he's not happy with this. Reggie said something. He kind of got it backwards. I always had a different mindset, depending on you know, how you play on the road. You like that auto how you play at home. I don't. I'm trying to make a basketball point. <laughs> he did not look happy at all, and he keeps talking in the funny voice. So Shaq and Craig are bringing back the auto tune. <laughs> As the, a personal plea for me and Al, do not play that during the show. Yeah, do not bring that up. Please. Oh, why? Because he may. Use it, whereas he otherwise might not. Yes. Sometimes Stop. he, he uses some, it every day. No, sometimes, no, he doesn't. Sometimes he forgets it's there. Okay. But if you bring that up. I'll forget about it. We're playing auto That's the Yankees didn't play last night. That's true. <laughs> Listen, I'm grasping no, straws here. Still, please. Uh, no, no still. Sorry, deal with it. We're going to get the auto-tuner today. I thought that was funny. That's on a national, national <laughs> television. That was funny. Yeah, it was pretty good. All right. So. Did you see... Uh, Jeb Bush and uh, Jeets, Jeets and Jeb, yeah, are, Jeets, yeah, are buying the Marlins. It looks like it. That's not it official. Looks like it. To me, now, I still don't feel like the Marlins are a real we franchise. Why? Because they, they seem like they won the World Series. Twice. I don't know how the Mets haven't won it since they've come around. Yeah, but they still seem like that's not a real baseball team. No, like, if you're gonna, that's not a real baseball team. I will tell him right to his face. Uh -huh. Well, he played for real teams, so that's yeah, okay. the Marlins. <laughs> Well, he was on you the Mets. <laughs> yes, but he also played for the Marlins and won. But it just seems like you're buying like a kind of the cheap end, the cheap brand of the baseball team, Marlins. Yeah, they, listen, they don't have the history of the Red Sox or Yankees. I agree with that. Yeah, I need or the history. Cubs. When I buy my team, Jerry, I'm going for a historical that. team. Before the Cubs finally broke through, the Marlins had won two World Series before them. Right. I mean, it is what it is. And now you could say they bought them because if you look at the players, they built it, built it, built it, won, and then, you know, basically blew it up. But that's they are what they are. Now, why would Jeets do that? He's bored? Uh, what else is he doing? And he's always wanted to own a team. 
He doesn't want to manage. He has said forever that ownership was something he was very interested in. I think A-Rod, too. But so now Jeter, it looks like, will get his chance. And I guess he wants to be an active owner, too, not just one of these guys that sits back and you know hires people and say, run the team. He'll go like rolling through the clubhouse? I, I don't know about that. I don't know if he's going to go all George Steinbrenner on them, but I, it seems like he's going to be around. So I would just him. I would just want to be a guest instructor if I, when I retired. That seems like something you can show up. You just want to pop in and out. Pop in and no out. No harm, no foul. No goof. and move on with your life so yeah. you can go give your twenty five percent when people recognize Absolutely, you. Absolutely, Jerry. Yeah. This portion of the show brought to you by your tri state BMW centers. Hurry and now and lease a twenty seventeen BMW X one X drive twenty eight I for as low as three thirty nine a month, only through May first. BMW the ultimate driving machine. Quick break and we come back. More baseball than Boomer and Carton on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. All right, welcome back. Coming up to Boomer and Carton at 6 o'clock. This portion brought to you by Account Temps. We mentioned earlier the Mets and the Yankees were postponed, but there was baseball uh, that was played on Tuesday. A lot of good games, too, including uh, the Blue Jays, who are all of a sudden starting to win games. They played the Cardinals last night. They won in 11 innings, and there's a couple of things here that are very interesting. First, the baseball part. Well, the other one is, too. But Marcus Stroman, who's a pitcher, actually pinch hit, doubled, and scored, which is kind of cool. And then the other is what you're going to see all day they say it goes viral. The slide by Chris Coglin, which was pretty neat. But not a slide. He jumped over Yadier Molina. Yep. Yeah. Molina was trying to field the ball, and it looked like he was bracing for contact. And Coglin goes up and over him, gets the plate, and is safe. And it was pretty neat. He did a nice, like, tuck and roll as he jumped over the catcher. Did the tuck, did the roll like a t- like a gymnastic tumble. Very athletic. Here he was after the game. I don't even think about it. You know, honestly, I was joking. I was trying to do my best Willie Mays Hayes impersonation. <laughs> so that, of course, from Major League when they had something. And if you go to MLB.com on their video, I think you got to go to the cut four part. I forget where I saw it, but they have it broken down to where you get the Willie Mays Hayes play and you got Chris Goglin. So that was kind of neat from last night as the Blue Jays do get the win. This portion brought to you by Account Temps. Every accounting team faces spikes and workloads. Account Temps can help. Account Temps can assist with all your temporary accounting and financial staffing needs. Call them today or visit accounttemps.com. Account Temps, a Robert Half company. And we've got about a minute left. A couple of interesting things from the NFL draft this week. Yeah, so I guess on day three, which normally is boring for Saturday. the NFL draft, yeah. Saturday. It's like the last few rounds. Yeah, they're, they're having the teams announce their picks from interesting places uh the texans will be announcing their pick from outer space now that's because there's someone in the space program yes. that's been up there for a year and a half right the international space Station. i think she goes to right i forget maybe she goes to rice university or wherever but somewhere in houston and so she's going to send it down from space, right, and then they actually announce it here is that did i read probably that right? i don't know i hope she's standing next to a martian she's pretty goofy they should have someone in a Martian costume next to her. Oh, while they had she... a sense of humor. Put her in one. <laughs> oh, let's go up to the space station. Oh, a Martian has the... Put the uh... fishbowl on her head. Yeah, well, the... I guess you'll probably have it on anyway. <laughs> no, sometimes I see those astronauts in the actual spaceship, and they have no helmet on. That's true, because the chamber is all... I guess. It's all safe I'd wear the helmet just for the look. Why don't you do that tomorrow here at work? Show up in a spaceman just helmet? Just wear a space helmet. And the Raiders... We don't are... have time. The Raiders are picking theirs from the Las Vegas side. We're your flagship station you for New York Where Yankees baseball.